Hello and welcome to The Raising Men Show. I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. Well, I'm not just your only host. I'm one of your many hosts now. The Raising Men Show has Kaden, Ryan, Jackson, Evan, and myself all being the hosts of The Raising Men Show. They're not all going to be on this episodes with us all at the same time, but hey, whoever's with us, they're the ones that you're rocking and riding with. Today, we have just Kaden and I in studio. We're going to be talking about what a lot of parents are continuing to deal with is that what does school look like post-pandemic, or and some people, I guess, are calling it the endemic. And I don't know what I don't know what they call it endemic for, but it's it's an, it's definitely an issue for a lot of parents. Ryan, he's going away to Arizona, and he's going to be attending, far as we know, in person or some modified version when he gets on campus. You're coming out of your or finishing your second year. No, sorry, you're finishing your first year in college, going into your second year of post-pandemic. How does that make you feel? I mean, you've done it You've done it both ways. You've done in-class, and you've done in their online versions. It's it's different than high school. What do you think about where you are now and how you're having to choose learning styles? It's definitely different. I mean, in the beginning, it was kind of, of course, when the, the pandemic first started and we went away for two weeks, it was like, oh, yeah, two-week break. No need to worry about it. And then, you know, the two weeks became three and then four. And then now we're in 2022, looking bald-headed and confused. Um, but it's definitely interesting. I mean, having to switch from, you know, being in that learning environment where you get to, it's a lot easier to want to learn, at least for me it is. Um, being in the classroom, like, okay, well, I'll do my work now. I mean, what else am I going to do? Play on my phone where the service is bad. I just basically waste my battery. Um, to going basically having to teach it to yourself because it's kind of harder to be engaged in a class over Zoom, not Zoom or Google Meet because it's like you know you want to do so many other things but be in the class that's you know that entertains you because yeah. a lot of the day is kind of blended together and now that at least for me there's more variety of what my my week looks like it it becomes easier to differentiate between it now and you kind of learn, you kind of have to relearn how you learn by yourself. Okay. Kind of, not relearn, but you kind of it's, figure out how you learn in general and how you kind of have to go that extra mile if you're not, if you can't be in an in-person space. You know, like when I did um, that first like semester of like classes, it was a little bit of, of, of a ride. I had to like withdraw from like two classes so I don't fail them. Um, but cause it, it's, it just became too much, you know, I, I didn't really have a, a good grasp on, um, how I didn't have a good grasp on like how to space my schedule out, even though I had like so much free time, I didn't know like, well, maybe I should go do it now or maybe I can study now or maybe do my homework now. And it just, it was so much and it became too much very quickly. Well, I, I find it interesting as a parent too, because watching you make that transition and, and, and watching you choose and really try different styles that work for you is no parent wants to see their kids not do not do well. And we have to, as parents, choose what are we going to do? Are we going to micromanage our kids? Are we really going to be in the middle of their way all the time? Or are we going to let them figure out how their life needs to work? Because it's, it's your guys' life, right? And even if you were on a campus every day, every day, you'd still have to be making those same types of choices. How are you a learner? Do you do better in class? 
with an instructor standing there going on and on? Or can you become that self-paced, self-started learner where you can quickly grasp concepts of certain subjects? Now, granted, there's not every class you can do distance learning. I don't know if you can teach yourself thermodynamics if you were an engineer. I don't think you can learn surgery yeah. by yourself in your bedroom. You know, right. You know, to, surgery. Especially if you're going to cut it on yourself because you don't necessarily have all those <laughs> those cut dummies, you know. But, but like, you know, certain stuff, like, I want to do in person, like, I mean, right now I'm thinking of like doing respiratory therapy stuff and there's more like physical, that stuff I think I may have to be more in person for, sure. for the kind of the, the classes on the how-to kind of stuff. Sure. Because of course, like, you know, you go home, learn stuff and then come back and then apply it. So I kind of, I think how to apply the knowledge in an in-person setting. Because I mean, you're working with people anyways for that. You know? Yeah. And I like the way you've approached it because you're taking the classes that don't necessarily have the need for the application for your major or discipline or desire. I just need the credits. You need the credits. <laughs> I just need the credits. But that's for real though. Mm-hmm. Because and it's not like I'm cheating. No. I mean, like I find that like at least the class that I'm currently taking, I was like, it's easier to find it through the book than it is to like, you know, look up a, a what's it called? Um, what's it called? Quizlet. Yeah. It was a lot easier just to look at the, I mean, probably because he took it straight from the book anyways, but sure. it probably was. And so um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just do like, there's a little um, thing I found out. You can search for like words in an entire like page sure. and it helps me like find, it's not the like exact answer, but I still like I'm learning. Okay. So this is this, and that is that. And it's kind of like finding the, the key, using key terms to find what I'm looking sure. for and apply sure. it, which I think is just as, I mean, I probably could have spent that same time studying, but you know, but, it, but, it but beforehand, but I was like. Well, well, technically that is studying, right? Isn't true. Because in your case, you're just really trying to find the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Now your studying is really to search to find the answer. I mean, mm-hmm. I think with what you're even describing for everyone is, it's really this the truth of the matter. Because if you, even if you were on campus, listening to the professor in class, you'd come back to your dorm or your apartment or wherever you live. Looking living, for the answer. For the same way, the quickest and most efficient way but possible. that doesn't involve me sitting and reading the entire thing. Yeah. maybe forgetting what I was looking for. Sure. And I, I can focus on, okay, well, if this word didn't work, let's try um, this word and maybe I'll find something similar or it'll point me in the right direction of where I need to go. Or I'll just guess. I'll but, answer. The, but the cool thing is when, because you guys nowadays, your guys' learning capabilities, not really learning capabilities, so your access to information. is so large. Yeah. Like, now, why, why do you think we all have such like, we know so much about some strange like topic. Yeah. Yeah. So much about so many things that really don't really matter. Like, no, like yeah. Evan and Jackson, when they got so into wrestling, the WWE stuff, yeah. half of that stuff went over my head. I was like the W who? Yeah. The yeah. what move? Yeah. But the that's when? what they were into. It was a YouTube watching that stuff. And YouTube, not that YouTube wasn't around. I mean, I wasn't born a hundred years ago, maybe mm-hmm. 90 years. Right. But it's roughly. there roughly, huh? But, we didn't have that kind of access to data. Or if it was, you really had it for pockets of information. Everything was so textbook driven. So I think the important thing for parents that are listening to our conversation is the old tricks and techniques that we used to use as parents, they don't apply anymore. Because they're not as effective. They're definitely not as effective. Because I don't feel like reading a 200-page or 300-page textbook to get the same information that I could probably find in 
certain key search terms. And you click on a link and it sends you to the exact page you could have found it. And I can focus my reading effort then. On the page and the information you actually need. Right. And I think that's really the the key to learning, right? Is to really, how do I learn faster? How do I get to the and right I used answer to do that faster. even with regular textbooks. I would skim through until I found key terms that sure. sounded like what I was looking for. Sure. And then read that section and then use whatever I found in there. And then maybe go back a few paces if sure. I needed some prior information. And that's, I mean, that's how I've always kind of done it. So, but think, but that's the cool part, right? Where you're just learning to do it faster mm-hmm. and more efficiently. And I think some, some of us parents, we may have some issues with that because we didn't have those kind of quick and dirty, I don't want to say search terms or tricks, but it allows you even now to spend time doing other things that are really important. Because before we were recording, and even the goal of the today's recording was to sit outside. While you were in the new <laughs> pool we just installed. pool that yeah. I bought from Target. Yeah, and be able to record it's a, the episode. Seasonal, it's a seasonal item for mostly the summer, so I would get it while you can. That's it? That's they it? Sell, I think they sell it, only sell it in the store. They don't do order pickup or anything. Yeah. They'll, you can deliver it to your house, but of course, but you, or buy it in store. Yeah, and I think it's really cool because before, I know when I used to be that guy sitting by the pool and, my parents would find out, what are you doing outside and you're not studying? Well, yeah, I actually, either at that time, was either trying to relax or trying to study outside with a textbook. And I would be concerned about taking my textbook to the water because, you know. Water and pages don't really mix. No, but same water and electronics don't mix. But it's not like I was, you know, synchronized swimming through the, the, the 10 foot pool, not, not 10 foot deep. 10 foot wide. Yeah. This is an inflatable pool for yeah. $35. I don't expect it to be that deep. I just yeah. wanted to sit in it in the warm sun. I mean, it was only like, what, 60 degrees, 65-ish? Yeah. But the sun was out, so it was like it was nice. But the wind kind of kicked in and I got cold. Yeah. So the water wasn't warming up as as fast as I was hoping it, it would. It wasn't jacuzzi, Ronnie. Right? Yeah. Well, with that thing's so small. We could put some microwave water or some bath water in there <laughs> and toss it in. It'd be better for you. You know, we're going to run around. But I like the way you're able to or been able to watch you synchronize your lifestyle mm-hmm. while you're around your asynchronous learning and because i was asking you when i kind of the light kind of clicked on for me because I, I try not to like micromanage your school i want to make sure that mm-hmm. you're getting the school experience that you choose on your term mm-hmm. they can't be on my turn because i'm not going to school anymore mm-hmm. and even if i was i would i would be going to school for me not for you and so when you said, yeah, if I had finished all of my assignments at the beginning of the year and, you know, basically blown this class up, I would basically have the whole rest of the year to, to do, do nothing. nothing. And I'd still get the credits for the class. Yeah. So it really comes down to how do you how do you want to get those credits? How do you want to best use your time for those credits? Do you just want to grind through a bunch of it and then sit and wait until you kind of the class catches up to you? Or you just want to wait to the end and just kind of grind things along. There's, there's, still, there's still due dates for the class. At least for this one, it's like he give they're, they're available to like the last day the class is like done and wrapped up and sure. closed. Sure. But like you could, um, what is it called? You could do, they're available to do early. But I like the way that you don't, well, and I think. It was it was more the principle of getting myself like to do the the assignment. Yeah. Because if if I could just like if I let myself, it's more like the self control kind of thing. It's like sure. well, if I continuously let myself off the hook and not do it, even if I let one assignment slip, well, 
what's be maybe I'll let a second one slip or and I don't go back and do it. Yeah. Cause then it becomes that I relive that cycle again that I I put myself in last time where I'm not doing my assignments or I was like maybe I can tank one one missing assignment or two and then it become it becomes too much and then they're like, Well you're missing assignments, why don't you do them? I was like, Well I didn't do it for a reason because I didn't want to, so no I'm not gonna go back and do it. Sure. But I mean I don't know. It was it was more for myself and seeing that I could do it than um, doing it all at once. I mean, maybe maybe I'll, one of my classes, if I get another class like that where I can do a lot of it at one time, maybe I'll do that. And I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll come up with something that's effective for me again. But I think I, know. I like it because you're doing it in a way that makes sense to you and it's for you. Mm-hmm. Because once we decide that we want to do something for us, then it makes it makes it doing it easier. It makes it worthwhile mm-hmm. versus if I'm still stand over you and just force you, get in, do your homework, blah, blah, blah. And just like like a high school learner, you never do get the true value out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in your case, you're paying for your classes, mm-hmm. for your books and failing. I shouldn't have to pay a book for a book this time. The, the entire book was online. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, so even just the access to it was free and everything. I think I had to pay for access to the book. Okay. But that was like $20, I think. Versus, you know, back in the day, books were 25 Well, if you found a $25 book, it was probably some little... Rinky-dink pamphlet. Right, right. Some pamphlet they charged probably five times more than it was. Than like it was some, some workbook that had some stuff. Yeah. And you also, a little activity in it. And that $25 little workbook that you wrote in and messed up in still probably went with a $100 textbook that though we had to read through to find all the other data because there wasn't much information online to show us how to do the same exact thing versus mm-hmm. nowadays. If you had a 50 or or $100 textbook, there's probably so many more free resources out there that are doing the same focused data, but maybe not in the same order from the author. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how authors are making money like that on for textbooks nowadays, but it really doesn't matter because you still have to find the best resource to help you learn. Well, this is, I think it's like website called like Chegg or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's like, it's like Quizlet and it's like, they make, there's like free trials to like access the information or there's like flashcards and I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I only used it like sparingly. Would you recommend it? Um, I can't say that I would, it wouldn't be very viable. Not that it, the website isn't viable. I never used it enough to say it, where is it, it's good and bad. Um, it was good for when I was doing like culinary and I didn't want to like put work into the quizzes or whatever because mm-hmm. I just had the answers there. Um, but I, I haven't had to use it this year because I've had a. I just found looking through the textbook was easier. Now I like the fact too that you you experienced a failure, and then you knew that you didn't want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. So you changed your your focus and you changed your style, and you haven't had that same problem. Currently, now, yeah. granted, some people could say, "Well, how many classes did he take?" And if you look at, I don't think it really matters how many classes there were. I took five. I th- I thought it was fine. And then, like when I would tell, when I would like go to UCLA, like the when I go up to UCLA for like has some meetings, I told them like, yeah, I took five at the star, and they're like, they were all shocked. I was like, was that not like 
how many classes are you guys taking? And they're like taking like two or three. Sure. And like maybe four. Yeah. And then like extracurriculars and stuff. Sure. Or like like maybe like clubs and stuff. And I, I kind of learned from them like that, that that's like really ambitious and like you spend your entire time working on that stuff. And I didn't really realize like oh like, oh that's like too much in general. Well, I mean, and well, that's really an example of how education has changed. Right, I would. If you're telling me these kids are taking two, three classes, four tops, my old school brain would say these kids are really part-time students. They're not doing twelve units. But they also have like it's like a ten week, ten week course, whatever, and then it's on to the next thing or whatever. Right, and that's different because I come from what would have been called a semester system. But for us back then, it was nothing for us to have six classes. Mm -hmm. You know, for eighteen units on the rough end, right? Or 12 units on the short end. Of course, 12 units in my time, that probably was four classes. Mm-hmm. And so I could be like them, yeah, four. But it was it was more. And usually I average about five classes per. Because I was in, in my case, my program I was in was a five-year program if you started at the right spot. Mm-hmm. If you started anywhere you know, backwards or if you had any problems along the way, your five-year program easily became seven years, you know, on the humbug mm-hmm. but things are different now right and i was a full-time student and i didn't have to work work a regular traditional you know whether it be fast food or retail or whatever i was blessed where i found a job on campus and it happened to be in a, one of the engineering labs for my major so i actually got paid to study mm-hmm. where my only focus was as long as i'm there or my teammates or other classmates were there the engineering double E lab stayed open. And there was points where that double E lab was open 24 hours a day during finals. And we, you know, our, at the time our, uh, we call her our faculty advisor. She was like, Hey, as long as you guys publish a schedule, keep a copy up here in, the, in our office. So, you know, from my office standpoint, I know how much I'm paying, you know, and how often the lab is open. Mm-hmm. And as long as the students have access to that same schedule and you all honor it and, and respect it, are, are there and it's open. She goes, y'all can do anything you want. I don't have a problem with that. The more you can be there and the more that lab is open with the resources that particular electrical lab had. Now, back in the day, it was, you know, circuit boards and circuit design software and printers and just available space where students can study mm-hmm. and feel safe, right? It was It was a blessing then. So that was back in, what, ninety. One to ninety three or ninety to ninety ninety to ninety three at the time. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was awesome. Nowadays, not really sure. In all cases, that really applies to the learning style that that students of your age group and Gen X or Gen Zs are coming through because you guys have been forced to become isolated more and more, mm-hmm. and you've been forced to learn on your own and figure out what type of learner you are and become I think probably more of a self-starter than we had to back in the day because if I went to class and I could look at my teacher in the eye and go ooh he knows I didn't do my homework mm-hmm. versus a distance learning class you turn your camera off turn your camera off that person never knows what you look like there's never or just don't go to the class I or mean, don't unless it's an attendance thing for it then you have to be there but yeah 
I just think it's, I guess my hats are off to, you know, the Gen Z's right now because learning is different. I thought it was learning was difficult in a group setting and you kind of had a group to kind of partner along with you and encourage you when times got sucky or if you didn't really feel like doing it, you were, you found some motivation with your peers, right? I mean, like Jackson and that e-bike now, right? Mm-hmm. Getting up, getting him up in the morning for school. Used to be such a hassle. Right. Now, all of a sudden. He's awake before I'm awake. And that's the funny thing. Okay, so and, and so the impact of that bike on Jackson's life is remarkable because he wants to be a part of going with his friends to school. But his, his good friend, who already had an e-bike, that kid, that, I don't want to use his name on camera, but I mean, but that particular young man, he wasn't riding his e-bike to school, mm-hmm. really at all, ever. He was getting a ride to and from school with his parents, and because there was this whole ride share parent group. And actually, there's another young man too who was in that whole ride share group. I, I don't know if his bike was broken or what. He didn't have a bike. Now all of a sudden, since Jackson now has an e-bike. Two additional kids that I know of, and I don't know if there's any more, but two of these two boys have now joined that biker gang, right? You know, <laughs> loosely using the term loosely gang. using e-bike gang, e-bike uh, group. Yeah, and they all ride together assembly. now, assembly, assembly, and they are on time. Then, and it now frees up those same parents. It frees up like two hours of my morning. It was more like an hour. Easy. Easy an hour of my morning, but but it's not just your morning, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine, and I get it, you know, from any parent that had kids in this in this e bike group, they're now getting those hours back because sitting in the lines to get them there, and then they get back, and sure, then all that time you could have spent eating or maybe just sitting there, you have to immediately get ready for work, and then. Uh, do whatever else you have to do around the house before you leave. I mean, in my case, I, I have to come come back, feed the the dogs if you haven't. Sure. Um, make sure they've used the bathroom. What? Well, speak of the devil, I can hear them whining now. But, yeah. um, and then get myself together and make sure I've got everything I need for work and maybe bring a lunch if there was some leftover dinner. Sure. But what I what I love the most is that he Jackson learned quickly, like you've learned what type of learner he is. Mm-hmm. He thrives in a group setting around people. And if he didn't have, not having that in 2020, it it was a lot on his psyche. You know, it was, he was depressed. He was lethargic. He was losing interest in everything, school, extracurriculars, everything. He was just a blah, right? But now that he can be a part of this clique, was using right. This group, this clique, this just, his crew he's running with circus ring circus ring and it's all that tomfoolery they mm-hmm. they love it now they're now becoming a part of that group that i despise when i'm on the highway you know a pocket full of e-bike kids around the middle of doggone street not paying attention some of them have their chin strap on some of them don't have a helmet on at all waiting for you know brain surgery to be required because mm-hmm. you're going to fall off and bash your head but if during that process of learning, they can also learn to share the road with a car or cars, learning to be respectful of time and be on time, right? Because if, if you're on time, you're if you're earlier on time, if you're on time, you're late. Mm-hmm. Jackson gets up now because he doesn't want to disappoint his friends. He wants to be ready to join a group. Mm-hmm. And 
it's giving them a certain level of independence. You're learning with your class. You had you went through something similar where you had to decide, okay, I I like who I am and I don't mind being by myself and I'm going to thrive in an environment of people and in an environment by myself. Mm-hmm. But that was a conscious choice that you had to make. I'm not sure if there's any right or wrong answer of how to do the process, but the right answer is always as long as you find a process that works for you. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Cause, yeah, because I love it too. You were... Remember when you text me one time and said, hey, I'm going to go to the beach today or I want to go, but I didn't, didn't want to go by myself. But you know what? I'm going to go by myself. And you, from that point, you're, I think your whole trajectory of life has changed because you didn't, you no longer waited for the friend to become available and match schedules with you because mm-hmm. anything happens with people working. I mean, people's life in general just gets in the way and I, I didn't. I didn't want to have to take it personally because it's, it's yeah. probably wasn't that personal unless there's some mystical thing I don't know about sure. that it became personal. But most times at a 10, it, it, it wasn't, it's never personal. Like, you know, Hey, I, I can't make it or I've yeah. got this or that in the way. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll still go myself. And before I, it almost f- used to feel like embarrassing, like, Oh, um, okay. And it, almost like it was my fault sure. that they couldn't make it or, yeah. and I've like, when I go up to LA and stuff and when I have a chance to like stay longer the next day and I don't have to immediately go back home. And like, um, there's one time we went to the beach and, um, we played like volleyball for a bit and I, I had offered to like, hey, like you guys going to go get food, but some of them had to like, just, you know, leave and like, you don't leave to the budget, your schedule properly. And I had offered to like pay for everyone. Cause in my brain, it was like, um, this is a once in a lifetime chance. You have to make it last as long as possible because it's never going to happen again. Yeah. There's no way you can get any of these people in the same room again, or even people in general to come along with you. Sure. So you have to extend as much as possible in a way where there's literally no cost to them at all. And they don't have to worry about anything. So that's why I was so ready to like pay for every, everyone. Cause it, it, cause it extended the possibility. I mean, we didn't end up getting food at all. Oh, some of us got food. Um, some and the rest that that couldn't make it just just had to went to go do their own thing, but I I realized that's kind of the reason why I I had done it because that's what my my brain was going to and I was like well I've kind of have to learn to appreciate the current moment like the present moment because it's really not going to be the same every time I go up to L A it's always something different whether it's good or bad, um, and it's all about kind of um, making the most of it whether it's um, me going home early because I, I have something I have to be at work tomorrow or I have to um, maybe I just go sit at the beach by myself or I try and plan ahead as much as possible but like you know some people I get a response out of like just because a giant group chat there's like a, literally a hundred of us in the group chat sure. and not everyone has their notifications on and it's like maybe they'll, they'll um, respond to you they won't and I, I always like to plan before I leave which is like even two hours plus because um so I have to bring the right stuff with me there because if I don't, I don't have it with me. We can't do it. Sure. So I, I try and be prepared, but I can only I can only be so prepared, you know. Um, but I've kind of have to learn to appreciate the moments that I, I do have, how how small or how long they are. Well, that's really life, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think a lot of us, 
I think we all go through passages where we take things for granted. 